Welcome to the Your Life Choices podcast. It's me, John Deeks. As you know, folks, Your Life Choices is Australia's longest established and most trusted digital platform for the 50 pluses. And our mission, as always, is to inform, empower and engage with our 250,000 plus members. Well, I had a huge house once uh, and second and third but now I'm 70, <laughs> I've, uh, I have downsized to a very, very nice unit. Kids are gone, and all I need is this lovely place I'm in. And new research is showing that there's a much higher interest in downsizing than there ever was, because one in four homeowners are planning to downsize in the next five years. Are you one of them? Why wouldn't you be? Look at the house prices at the moment. It's incredible. So now's a good time to talk to our next guest, the editor of downsizing.com.au, Mark Skelsey, is on the line. Hello, Mark. Hello, John. How are you going? Very well, sir. And uh, how big's your place? Ah, uh-huh. well, question without notice, John, I've got to say. but uh, oh, you, You've probably it, got kids and stuff, have you? Uh, I've got one child. He's currently home at the moment. He's on the computer and uh, trying to do his schoolwork. Uh, oh. I'm here in Sydney. So, um, yes, yes, I've got one kid and, and I've got... Three bedrooms. I've got three bedrooms, but I've downsized to a to a lovely apartment in town, and it's all I need because I've got the freedom now with um, some uh, folding in the in the bank being looked after, and with my superannuation, I feel and I this is a terrible word, but I don't feel like I have any anchors uh, because, as I say, the kids are gone, you know, the school fees are, are all gone. At seventy, I can enjoy whatever years I've got left. Is this a trend, Mark? Yeah, well, I mean, just on that point, uh, John, it's a bit of a tease, I've got to say, writing about downsizing because I'm in my early 50s and, and all I see are wonderful places to move to and beaches and wonderful lifestyles. And, of course, I, I can't do that because I'm still working. But at any rate, John, let me tell you about downsizing. It is the case, as you say, that there's been a number of reports that have come out recently have shown a significant uptick in interest in downsizing. And as you've indicated there, uh, the Westpac Bank brought out a report in um, late June that found that about uh, one in four homeowners are looking at downsizing, and that compares to uh, 22% who are looking at doing the same in November 2020. And and there's a number of big reasons for that. It it is a big time for downsizing at the moment, and and I'm happy to take you through, John, some of the reasons why why this is the case uh, right now. Please go ahead. Really, at the start of, uh, of last year, uh, the start of 2020, there was a kind of a really big move towards downsizing, but that stopped with the COVID, of course, uh, which happened around March. And, and downsizing, what we decided to do is actually uh, go out there and talk to our consumers and ask them, what does COVID mean for downsizing? What, you know, will this make you more likely to downsize or will it make you uh, less likely to downsize? And we went out there and did a survey and we actually published a research paper And what we've actually found is unlike some other property sectors that have been very badly hit, I think, by COVID and that'd be like tourism or retail or office, the concept of downsizing, I think, has really gained strength uh, during COVID because people, I think, have not enjoyed being isolated in their own home and they have very much enjoyed the concept or seen the ability to go somewhere where they can basically be part of a a community uh, still um, around them, but still be independent in their own home. And then, of course, there's other reasons why downsizing has become so popular, and you've alluded to it there, John, as well. The other reason is that the property market is just so incredibly strong at the moment. 
it has really given a huge tailwind to the sector that has encouraged more people to downsize. As well as, John, the other trend that's really happening is that people are often moving to regional areas when they downsize. They want a new lifestyle. And as we all know, that has become hugely popular um, during the COVID environment, basically. It's amazing how many people are going to uh, to greener pastures and uh, either taking a sea change or a, or a tree change. A lot of them are also looking to live closer to their grandchildren. They're looking to just make sure there's that security, whether it be in a, a senior's hub, shall we say, um, or, or just closer to their kids. I think the family, the change to the family dynamics during COVID has been incredible. There's been research that's come out that has shown that children uh, have been a lot more concerned about the situation facing their parents. Uh, They have not been comfortable with their parents being, um, you know, rattling around in the old family home. Mm. They've been a lot more engaged in conversations and really that's often led to people making moves, willing to sell their home willing to downsize, move closer to the family, or alternatively, even move in. And the government has actually recently made changes to make it easier to move your parent into a granny flat in the backyard. So Uh the level of engagement from children, and children are a key part. Family conversations are a key part of downsizing. It's a whole of family decision. You need to talk to it with your children. I mean, a lot of people, John, as you know, downsizing to uh, townhouses or, or, or apartments, um, they're kind of they're, they're, they're as part of a community, but it's not sort of like a formalised community. Many other people downsize into retirement villages or, or land lease communities, and they are part of that community. And that means that they can come and go from their home as they please. They're still living completely independently. They've got great facilities they can uh, have in terms of whether it be bowling greens or pools. But importantly, they're not isolated in the suburbs. There's someone to look after them. There's often a village manager to, to knock on their door. When they walk the dog, there's people to chat to. Mm. And, and I think uh, during COVID, these retirement villages and other downsizing facilities have put on things like all sorts of fun events where they're, you know people have been dancing on their balconies and someone's playing down in the courtyard mm. or they're doing virtual trivia. And I think at the moment, John, we all do feel a little bit isolated we're sort of estranged from our community and, and people are craving that connection that they can often get in, in these communities. It's, it's, it's a big factor, I think. Uh, Mark is the editor of downsizing.com.au. Tell me about downsizing.com.au. How did it come about and what are your, what are your objectives? So, look, downsizing.com.au actually started its life as Seniors Housing Online and it was started by uh, Amanda and Catherine Graham back in uh, 2003. Hang on, Catherine Graham, I know that name, isn't she? Wasn't she the the big editor of uh, the Washington Post? Uh, Well, (laughs) yes. Different one? uh, Yeah, uh, that would be interesting. Um, (laughs) That would be an interesting situation, John, but a a segue that went absolutely nowhere, I've got to say. (laughs) But uh, anyway. (laughs) Sorry, continue. No, no, you're right. You've obviously been watching too many late-night movies. Oh, I've been watching far too many docos. Uh, (laughs) Hello, COVID. Uh, So continue. So anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And and look, they they had an experience where they needed to um, find accommodation for a family member and found it very difficult to go online and simply look up these sorts of over-50s housing options. So Mm -hmm. I thought, how hard could it be? We'll just start up our own website and do that and and at the time, of course, you know, the, who, who over 50 was even looking at the website, 
So people said people over 50 will never look at websites for property. Of course, they do, and they do in their droves, and uh, people make these assumptions. And We over-70s are smarter than you think, you know. Yeah, indeed. Indeed you are. Um, You know, I'm not there yet, but I'm sure I'll be smarter when I am over (laughs) 70, John. Oh, they'll have um, a computer, you know, (laughs) implanted in your brain by then, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, so look, it's, it's an over 50s housing portal. It's a one-stop shop where you can find everything you need for over 50s housing. It's not just about retirement villages. It'll also include uh, access to, to general property as well uh, and also uh, land lease communities, also known as, as manufactured housing estates or, or lifestyle communities, which are another over 50s housing option. You'll, you'll, you'll see everything you can search for via uh, location, and uh, wherever you want to move to, have a look, and, and you'll see you'll see what's there, basically. Well, it's a, it's a very easy to to navigate site, um, and when you go there, it talks about buying, renting, premier projects, uh, events. Does it cost money to become a member or to to use your services? No, of course, you can simply uh, go online. You can join as a member centre, and you you get free access, and you'll get additional special benefits as a result of doing that. Uh, anyone can browse online and look and then inquire from property through the site. It's, it's a really easy way to, to basically look in one area and to, to choose the location you think might be the one you want to go to and then seeing what's available there. There's also tons of information that we're putting on the site. My role is to write news stories about new trends. So we've got newsletters that come out every week that talk about um, all the latest trends and selections of properties in each state. And some um, terrific new- uh, videos as well. Yeah, I was going like to I just say, saw uh, Bruce uh, Samazan uh, is, is one of your contributors uh, there this week. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. We do a news video each week. Bruce is often going around different regional areas and poking his head in all sorts of developments. Bruce is a, a great character. He's a former uh, soapy star of the 1990s. We actually, I remember we actually, wanted, we actually wanted to do a... Um, a little story on him, so that's on my list. I've got to, I've got to interview Bruce coming up to talk about his time on Neighbours, and I think it was East Street as well. And we've got we've got a, a new section which is more of a kind of a uh, FAQs or a detailed deep dive information resource called our lifestyle section. So we're trying to really help consumers because I think the thing, John, is that you know we go through our lives and we make property decisions, whether that's buying decisions or, or rental decisions, and you know, buying a home or a unit, it's a fairly, fairly. You get, you get the gist of it. You know, there's a conveyancer to help you. There's a real estate agent. You, you sign on the dotted line, or you sign a tenancy agreement, and you're off and away. You know, why is it that as we get older, it becomes more complicated? Of course, there's, there's new, there's new housing models, and there's good reasons for those housing models. But you know, if you go into a retirement village, the model in terms of the fees and charges is different as in landless communities, and we're trying to help people. And the other thing, John, is that as you get older too, the decisions you make with releasing equity uh, in particular can have implications for your pension payments. True, true. So you've got, to be, you've got to be very, very careful. You've got to get an expert to help you, and you've got to understand and you've got to spend the time looking at contracts and making sure that whatever decision you make helps you financially as well. So it is uh, over 50 housing. Uh, is an area you need to look closely at. And what we're trying to do is, is be a friend to our consumers who are making those decisions and ultimately get to where they want to be, which is happy uh, in a great place with their retirement secured and enjoying life. That's where we want our consumers to be, basically. Mark, 
it's very overwhelming when you've lived in the family home. This is a scenario when you've lived in the family home all your life and you've brought up the children, they've gone, the kids are saying, you know, this, you're rattling around this place, mum and dad, or just, you know, mum. Uh, you should move somewhere else. And I guess for so many, it, it's a huge emotional stretch to say, no, I'm gonna, they're going to carry me out of this place. Well, mum, you know, like we don't want that to happen. Uh, how does one overcome that hurdle? Uh, it, it must be very, very frustrating for, for a lot of the young ones to uh, try and convince parents that they are better off somewhere else. Well, look. I think at the end of the day, it is it is the parents' decision, isn't sure. it? I mean, you can't you can't force anyone out of their home. And Nor that, should you. That, no. That, yeah, that that should be the case. And look, there, there probably it's fair to say that uh, you know the vast majority of people do want to remain in their home. But look, I think you do need to indicate to people that there are significant benefits from downsizing. I mean, one of, one is in particular is that is that these places that are built for over fifty tend to have a lot of features which are, which are extraordinarily safe. So you walk into the, a lot of these villages and, for instance, you know, the showers, there, there, there's no lip. You just you just go straight in. There's no there's no uh, trip hazard. There's, there hand, are, there's handles the, to hold on. Ha- exactly, handrails. Even little things like the, 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 the power um, points are a little bit off the ground, so you don't have to bend all the way down to put things in if you're doing your vacuuming or that sort of stuff. And... A lot of these old homes, Australia uh, has not had a accessible, uh, a mandatory accessible standard for homes. So most people um, in in the over fifty in these old homes have got, uh, you know, a lot of trip hazards all over the place. So, and and just simply as well, uh, having someone there, having things like most retirement places have got emergency alarm systems. So mm. if there is a fall, there's someone available to come in and look at you fairly fairly quickly. Now you. You can, of course, do home modifications, but um, isn't it nice to actually go to a, a development that's purpose-built for that sort of thing? So, and and I think the other thing is people don't don't recognise the the value of their home and the way that they could potentially secure their retirement. Yeah. So, where, where do you go to first, mate? Do you go to your accountant? Uh, does does one go to a solicitor? Uh, where what is the first step when you're thinking, okay, I'd like to sell, but I mean, apart from looking at your fabulous downsizing.com.au site, uh, practically, should you go to a lawyer first or an accountant? Or Unfortunately, with lawyers, there's potentially not as many lawyers available as there could be. If you actually do a Google search of lawyers in this area, you'll see a lot of lawyers, John, that are good at advising the retirement village industry, mm. not so many that are good at actually advising consumers. And there's a reason for that. What about your accountant? Uh, I think that's where is a very good place to start. John, and that is um, there are very good financial advisors out there that are specifically uh, available for people who are in their over 50, and they can certainly help you potentially in navigating contracts. They can help you in, in saying, well, look, if you did this, I don't want to make it too complicated, but there, there are ways that you can actually downsize where you can avoid paying stamp duty, mm. and who, who wouldn't want to avoid paying stamp duty? Oh, yeah. There are ways to downsize you can still get... Uh, Commonwealth rental assistance payments. There are ways to downsize and to still maintain your pension if you're a pensioner uh, and to release maximum equity from your home. So I won't go into all the ins and outs there, but I think a good financial advisor, and, and there are, they're certainly specialists, and they're often the same specialists that can help you with aged care as well. So they can help you in the next step after that. I, I think they are the people you need to knock on the door 
Uh, trying to do it on your own without these advisors is, is not advised at all, John. Mark, um, we do recommend people go to to your website, uh, and as I say, there, there's no there's no charges, there's no tricks, there's no. It, it's an information site. And that's what it's all about. There's lots there to see. Downsizing one word dot com dot au, and I hope that uh, we get to talk again very soon. Uh, there'll be more stories in this area. Uh, we're all getting older. The Australia's getting older, and that means more downsizing. I'm not. More you downsizing. are. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving up your time today, mate. Okay. Thanks, John. Our Thanks special guest time. today on Your Life Choices, Mark uh, Skelsey who's the editor-in-chief of downsizing.com.au. And this has been the Your Life Choices podcast. And thank you so much indeed for your time. And we'll see you again next time. Bye for now.